Welcome to the Prolific Pulse Poetry Podcast. This is your host, Lisa Tommy. Today, our guest for Poet Talk will be Timo Schmitz. Stay tuned. Today, we have a special guest by the name of Timo Schmitz. He's a language fanatic, philosopher, journalist, poet, and book author. He studied psychology, philosophy, and political science at Trier University, where he completed his bachelor's in the latter two subjects. He's been a professional writer since 2013, when he published his first book. And since 2014, he shares opinions, thoughts, and knowledge, as well as papers with academic intent on his blog. In December 2016, Schmitz published My Archive of Languages, a book that contains more than 50 languages, including an orthography proposal in Lingao, which is an unwritten language. And I just want to say welcome, Timo, to the Prolific Pulse Poetry Podcast. Thank you very much. It's an honor to be here. Thank you. Now, are you living in Germany? Is that right? Yes, I live in Germany and I study there. Okay. Have you ever been over here in the United States? I have never been there, though I have uh, written for a newspaper in the United States already. Okay, great. That's wonderful. Okay, well, I'm just I mean, really I contributed happy. there. I'm not, I'm not part of the staff or the team, but I contributed to them. So, yes, right. I already published things there. Wonderful. So you did some freelance work with one of our newspapers. Yes, I'm. I uh, work. You know, I I also did some journalistic work, and I also uh, wrote something for German newspapers. And I had the opportunity to write also for an American newspaper's a contribution about uh, Jewish life in Germany, which makes me very proud that I that I am able to report about this because it's a thing that is very important for me. Okay, wonderful. I've, I've been in Germany back when I was a baby for about three or four years, but I don't remember any of that, of course. So have you <laughs> ever I been do. to Trier? It's to a where? beautiful city. Trier, it's the oldest city of Germany. Oh, no. Um, my dad was in the military, so we were stationed in Wiesbaden. Ah, so okay. That's, and like I said, I don't have a memory of it, but I heard a lot about the experience over there. Yeah, I've always wanted to go back, took a little bit of German, try to get my mind around that too. So, but this is about you. So you have, um, I guess what I could say is a way with words. You really have made it a a point to get to know languages inside out. So. Yes, exactly. So what, what uh, inspired that? What, what is fueled that enthusiasm? Well, at first, you have to know before I wrote any other genre, my first genre was poetry. So mm-hmm. even before I did my journalistic work, before I did my philosophical work, everything for me started with poetry. Actually, in 2012, I had the intent to write professional poetry. Of course, you do that before, like when you are in high school as a teenager, of course, you do your tries. But to say, like, I'm going to write a poetry book, it mm-hmm. was in 2012, and it took me one year. And you can also see it in a way of a diary frame. This is very special that my first poetry book, it had, you had the months there when I wrote it so that you can see 
how it evolved within this span of a year. Um, mm -hmm. But of course, you also have to know that this diary frame, it's also part of the stylistic device. So you should be careful to see it like, like an actual diary. You should be careful about this because, of course, I put, I put this frame, the time frame, also as mm -hmm. part of the stylistic uh, theme so that you see it's the different ways how time works because you can see that sometimes you have a poem we will talk about this later i think but you have a poem that it was written in april and it the poem is about july and of course you ask mm -hmm. why does why does he write about july in april i mean this is this is a serious question and it is intended. It is really intended that this question arises. If nobody knows that I wrote it in April, no one will ask the actual question. So mm -hmm. if you just have, just have the title, you think like, okay, he wrote this in summer in July, but then you miss the point. So I really put this frame inside there because I think this knowing when I wrote it is also part of the understanding. Mm -hmm. But the first title actually is an interesting title. It's called For Better and For Worse. And you know, I, it's an interesting title because when, when I tell this title to anyone, to a native speaker, when they repeat it, like, okay, what was the title again? It was for better or for worse? They automatically say or, but I chose and, and it's, it's part of the wordplay because mm -hmm. I tried to deconstruct this proverb because actually in German, we also say and, because uh, but it is not because of my poor English or so that I chose ants and I said like, oh, I translated word by word. No, the point is that, for example, if you marry and you say for better or for worse, the question is, okay, if you marry for better, it's fine, but you would not go into a marriage if you know that it is for worse. So in yes. fact, so in fact, you always have yeah. good moments. Things are sometimes for better, mm -hmm. but things are mm -hmm. sometimes for worse. You cannot have the one without the other. Right. And this it makes dualistic sense. part, yes, and this dualistic part, it's all already in the title, and you will see this dualism with good and bad, with the thing I struggle with. You see this, it's not, mm -hmm. it's not always like I write about sunshine or about rain. I'm not mm -hmm. writing about heat or about cold, and so I cannot write for better or for worse. I use right. both. Mm -hmm. So this, this is the frame. And I think understand this is the, the first key. Second thing I think is you have to know, okay, here we are going a bit acronical, but I, I think I should mention this because when, when I started writing, uh, of course I did, I had no key about the big philosophy. Now that I, I am, I have a degree in philosophy, I know all, the, all these philosophers, but I had questions and I didn't know the deep impact of philosophy yet. But from time to time in 2016, 2018 and so on, I discovered some philosophers where I said like, hey, I had the same question too. And so when I'm talking today, it might be that I, I quote a, a philosopher or someone I actually did not know back then, but I think it is important to to quote them anyways, because we as human beings, sometimes you have the same thoughts and sometimes, mm -hmm. sometimes you have a question other people ask as well 2000 right. years ago and you realize oh he had the same idea so to understand we mm -hmm. you have to know we are at the very first beginning 2012 there was nothing i published really before so of course mm -hmm. when we are talking now about the development you will, will hear lots of personalities that inspired me on my way but they could not inspire me of course when i wrote this but i think we should include them to see how what this poetry book of 
poetry made for me. So mm -hmm. I think the first person I want to drop is Heraclitus. It's very interesting, interesting Greek philosopher, and you probably know him for Pantare. You know, everything is flowing, everything is in a constant move. And I think this thought that, by the way, you also find in East Asian philosophy, when you have Yin and Yang, mm -hmm. you know these two, two forces. You also have this in Bento anthology in Africa, where you have this, this force, where force is life, force is being, the Campbellian ethno-philosophy. All this, actually, you can also find in this work because I struggle. And as a, when you start writing, I mean, the moment you write, as a newcomer, you are probably struggling. It's not that you say like, mm -hmm. hey, I, ha I have something and it's brilliant, fine. No, you are still trying to find yourself. And mm -hmm. I think a problem I found very deeply in my first work, when we have Heraclitus, you know, that he said a wonderful saying, and I, I think this inspired me without knowing that he said this as well. He said that people, nowadays, at his time already, so nowadays, uh, they are in the world, they are there without being there. They are there, but they don't realize the deep impact. And I think this is, is, is a concern I have with my poetry. It is, when I started writing, um, it was always important for me uh, to get the touch with the reader, because I think a problem because many people said like, hey, you're a good poetry writer, you should also write other stuff, yeah, you know, stuff for the masses, for the, that you will have a bestseller again. I mean, poetry is nice, but if you write something that is, is in the top 100 now, something like this, yeah, maybe a vampire story or whatever, you will be, will be a bestseller. And I decided against this, by the way, uh, to write something just for writing, because I think that's an extremely different extent. That's what you call today consumption. And I was always the person, you know, you have a cleavage, you have two camps. Some people say you should write because you have to survive. You have to make your, you, as an author, mm -hmm. money, money doesn't fall down from the sky. So you have to write what people want to read. And the other camp is, well, instead of uh, just looking uh, to make money with your writing, it is rather better that you write because you want to read yourself. I belong definitely to the second camp. I'm the person who says what is more important for me is that I write something with which I am happy, not because others are happy. I'm happy when others are happy about it as well, but I'm not doing this just for the means of consumption. I think mm -hmm. this is very important today because um, the, I think personally, the worst thing that can happen to a poet is to lose his intimacy. And we are not talking here about uh, intimacy in a way of relationship or something, mm -hmm. not this kind of intimacy. Right. We're talking about intimacy in literature. If I write something mm -hmm. and it touches another person, then it's an intimate feeling of that person who reads it, which means actually that person is not getting in touch with me at this moment because I don't know my reader, but the person is getting in touch with the poem. So mm -hmm. there is an intimate relationship between the reader and the poem. And this mm -hmm. is also a reason why it's always for me difficult if someone says, what did you think when you write a poem? Actually, if I give it away, you lose the intimacy because everybody has its own right. connection to it, its own memory. So you mm -hmm. have your own intimate thought about this poem. And because, mm -hmm. of course, somebody created this poem as an author, a creator of the poem, in this way mm -hmm. you indirectly have an intimate, intimate 
art to the writer because you identify with what the writer wrote. And the problem is that if you have a book and you have you read it and um, mm -hmm. you read poem for poem, but you say, okay, I read it, then you consumed it, but you have mm -hmm. no intimacy. You lost the intimacy, the connection to, to right. the bird. And this is something that I think is very problematic today. That we, of course, there are genres there you can consume. If you if you dance to trance music or Eurodance or whatever, you can always continue. You are one with the music. So as long mm -hmm. as the music doesn't stop, you can hear as much music as you want. But with poetry, it doesn't work like that. So when I say I'm afraid today, nowadays, of losing intimacy, as I'm not talking about my intimate life, I'm talking about the why people read literature. That's what I'm afraid about today. Do not, maybe people don't have the time anymore to make their thoughts clearly about what, what, what was written. And this, this is the problem. And, and the intimacy is between the reader and the word. This is, I think, mm -hmm. a very, very deep impact of, of my thesis, of my literature thesis, but that I always accompanied me that I want to give something to the reader on the one way. And mm -hmm. I know that I won't receive it immediately back because it's intimately word and the one who reads it. And mm -hmm. I think that is a great thing. That's very yeah. important because you can, you can identify with something without that you have to actually out yourself, get out of the box. I mean, you can mm -hmm. say like, oh, I like this poem without that you have to go to the marketplace and say, I like it. You, mm -hmm. It's something really private. It causes mm -hmm. privacy and you can really get a connection. You can, you can have the feeling that someone understands you without really knowing that person who wrote mm -hmm. this. So you really have this intimacy. Yeah. I think this is very, very important. And you have to understand this within the frame. Mm -hmm. this, yeah. this is very important that when you have the frame, you see a lot of poet, poems and you see the month for month categorized. Mm -hmm. But of course, it is at first literature. So this is not necessarily my whole life, something like put in a nutshell. At first, it's literature. That wants to be read, that wants to say something. Mm -hmm. But it wants to say is at first it's up to you. Because I had I had a very shocking uh, event, I think, in my in my school when my German teacher back then, I mean it, it's long, long, long ago. But we were talking about a, a poem or a story I don't know anymore. But we were talking about something and we were talking about possibilities, how we could understand it. And mm -hmm. in the end, I, I finally asked, uh, okay, but now what, what of all these things that we said now, what did the author refer? What did he say? And my teacher said, um, author is dead, his works lives on. So it doesn't matter. And I thought like, how it doesn't matter? I mean, okay, right, the author is dead. We cannot ask that person anymore because it was an old work. But I was kind of shocked that no one cares about what the author thinks. And on the other hand, today, I mean, now I understand actually why it is not a bad thought is because mm -hmm. I know that even, or at least I can hope, I'm still young, so I hope that I, no one knows, but I hope that I won't die tomorrow. But even if one day I'm not here anymore or I can't talk or whatever, I know that my poetry is still able to raise a voice. So this is the, this is right. the positive thing. Yes, so it's true. The author is dead or will be dead at, at one point. It will all, always happen one day. Mm -hmm. But the literature has the possibility to, 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 to live forever, possibly. Who knows? But it, can, it will live on. So yes, indeed. So 
this at first shockingly moment in, in and nowadays that I'm I'm a grown up. I, I can clearly understand this. And mm-hmm. I also think that this is an important part of, of, of poetry because I wrote this back in 2012 and today we have completely different problems than we had in 2012. So yeah. it's difficult. So you have to you can see it in the time when I wrote it, and you can read it today and still feel something for it. This is mm-hmm. a very positive thing. I really, I really have to say this. So when you read it like a diary, you have to be careful not to. Of course, you shall feel like it's a diary. That's my intent. But you should be careful, like to see it as something like this happened 2012. No, right. I mean this could happen to you today as well. So or it, it never it's kind of timeless. It could be yes, timeless. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. that is a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unless you're writing something that's specific to a time in history, you know, like for instance, I wrote something about um, slavery the other day, and so it was about the period in history. Um, but it's timeless in the sense that it applies to today. Of course, yes, exactly. I think this is a very important, very important point. I also think that this is why we tend to classify like this never happened since, because you always you you have the possibility to to see this. So when we say we are in a crisis that never happened since 1945, you have the possibility because you know what what, what happened in this year. Uh, you can say like. Maybe some people said, like, okay, we should treasure uh, the fall of the Berlin Wall. Whatever, you ha- always have this moment and you have a comparison. So you can classify, okay. like, whether it's better or worse. Of course, it's always subjective. I mean, mm-hmm. because some people mis- will agree, some will disagree. And no matter how late you are, no matter how, how correctly I write, in the sense of correctly mm-hmm. you are, there will always be people who will disagree. This is very important. Yeah. You know, you mentioned uh, about the poem July and I was reading it and I was trying to, when I was reading it, I was trying to figure out, is he talking about a month or is he talking about a person named July? So I thought, so, so from what you were saying, it was about that period of time. Is that correct? It's it's a mixture actually. The point is, oh, indeed, okay. indeed, indeed, July is a person. I mean, it, it becomes clear mm-hmm. that July is a person. Mm-hmm. I think you you measure you get you got it right. It's a person. But inspiration is not inspiration. I mean, we will see this when we this, when we talk about my third poetry collection, Falling Apart. This will be very interesting because uh, I, I had another way of writing it. But at first, yes, it's I wrote I wrote about a person. Lie. I mean, we can say that it's it's a it's a girl. I mean, that's that's obviously mm-hmm. the she. So um, at first, I think that's also obvious. Her name does not disappear. Does not appear. It's, it just appears by the way. So you know that uh, uh, there there is a moment where she suddenly comes in and comes apart. And at some point, I start mm-hmm. naming her. So, mm-hmm. and of course, it has a reason why I named her July. I mean, you 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 got you got it. It it, it has it has its it has its reason. Um, but uh, then there are many reasons why to call her like this. But this is another thing. The point is, um, when you write poetry, first you have to know why do you write poetry. So mm-hmm. um, one 
you you should you should know the German word for poetry because it it, it, it hits the nail. In German, we say "edicht." It has something. It has the word "dicht" inside. Something that gets stretched together. It's it's thickened. It's pointed at some mm -hmm. at some. So so you you have a large meaning or you have a lot to say, but you put it together. You put it at, at very very mm -hmm. few words. This is this is a very important point, and so of course, um, question is, I started writing before I knew that person, but one, one day she came in my life, and she would also disappear one day out of my life. By the way, just to spoil that, um, and of course, there are many reasons how how a person could fascinate you, and in the history, you always have this kind of. Um, Idolation, veneration. You know, there's a poem that has a poet and he writes for a girl and he calls it after the girl and he's happy and she's an angel and she's the best. And you know, she she could she could be she she could live next to the throne of God, whatever. So it's it's uh, it's always so perfectly. And in 2012, I thought like this is a bit problematic because we are people, we are not these kind of angels. No one is always this kind of angel. So when I so when I took this person, uh, I also, there were two things that I have to say. First is I wrote a lot of struggling things, also negative, but it's actually not negative about this girl. It, it looks like it's negative about this girl because I, she inspired me. But um, actually, I never really wrote about this girl. I mean, we had a we had a connection and, I, and it, it gave me impulses, you know, it gave me impulses, so I wrote uh, because, because uh, we, we were kind of close and and I like this while being close. So of course you 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 use this. So this is like the point where you say this is the impulse. There is some there is something that that wants to write. And you know it's mm -hmm. triggering you like this. You yeah. Have, you know, so and then you have an issue because you know like you observe people, uh you see people and you project this on this person, like how would this person handle in this situation? Uh -huh. And so it's so you, you of course also you take some pictures of this person, but you over overstretch them. You 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 make a really new person out of it. This is why I never mm -hmm. would call it like I his, I wrote historically about a person because she's not she's not that way at all. Um, it's just it's just really a fantasy, a dream. And here we have something that I, as I said, most philosophical is stuff I learned later. And one thing I came across later was actually um, Dietrich Weinreb. He's a Jewish scholar. He died many years ago, but uh, he said something very interesting. That like the way ancient people perceived history, I mean, stories, like you find them in the Bible, is mm -hmm. the people, they, can't, they do not really need to actually read it in the literal sense. I mean, you could imagine a person standing at Mount Sinai. It doesn't mean that the person really has to stand there. But if mm -hmm. the person stands there, you will explain what that person would be doing, et cetera, et cetera. So you, you right. put in uh, you put in what you want to say and you mm -hmm. but you create your frame. And actually before before actually knowing this theory, I was doing the same. I, I was I had like that frame that impulse. Yeah, but I put inside my wishes what I hope what could happen. I put inside many different emotions, whatever, whatever comes to my mind. 
and I put all this inside. And so I project um, how I struggle with this person, uh, how, mm -hmm. how, how problematic things can be. But mm -hmm. I'm not actually talking about, literally about this person, but I could be mm -hmm. in the situation with this person right. in this way. And so this this is this is very important that one sees it really as a, as a means of literature, and mm -hmm. not as something uh, something literal. Though it shall have the look like something literal because this way you can feel the struggling. And why mm -hmm. did I struggle so much? It's actually at that time. Now now we can look at something chronically at my work. At that time. I was reading a lot about Buddhism. It's something which, mm -hmm. which has a very huge impact on my life still until mm -hmm. today. And one important thing is in Buddhism is overcoming suffering. So of course I was struggling with my own suffering, like the way I was I was struggling with myself to to understand suffering, to grasp suffering, to get all these things straight. So yes, it's it's a book. It has a lot of suffering. And it has, has it has a lot lot of things inside, and so indeed for that reason, I look a lot on the negative. I'm I'm really I'm really based on negative, but because I was I was trying to figure things out, how I stand how I stand to that person, how I could react to that person, what would it mean to that person, and so you 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 try you try to put these things all together, and so you get a, you have a real person as an inspiration. You have mm -hmm. your wishes, your dreams, and mm -hmm. you have the suffering that is standing in your way, and you are trying to put this together in a poem. And mm -hmm. so this person does not, it's not anymore this person, because it's all mixed together. But mm -hmm. one thing that I, that was really interesting because that I observed in general, with, with people in general, is the problem of communication that today we are not able to communicate anymore the way we used to communicate because if I, if, I, if you tell something to a person today there is the risk that like two days mm -hmm. later you find it in the internet or somebody tells it and then so people are trying not to get uh, not to not 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 to get hurt and so they mm -hmm. start and start getting inside and uh, it, it hides themselves. And I was sometimes caught with the situation that I thought that I understand the person pretty well. And, but I cannot talk with this person about the feeling because I know the person will not reveal the feeling to me because we are not close enough. But I think like, I could help you if you only told me what happened. You know this? So I, I, I understood this kind. It's, it's got a new quality for me on suffering because I saw that people suffer because they because I know I, I can understand them. I, it would be a problem for me as well, that question like, should I, should I seek advice? I better not talk because if somebody knows it about me, what will my friends think? What will my parents think? What will whoever think? You know, you know all the cycle today that, mm -hmm. that, that, that young people have. And I was very young when I wrote this. 2012, I was 19. So, you know, you can, you can imagine uh, the circle around me uh, were people same same age same also very young so you you can imagine how this how this struggle how this question for direction right. and the way we used to communicate as digital natives how how, how this all changed changed the life mm -hmm. so of course I I put things inside there like like uh, like I want to I wanted to be like this loyal friend on the one hand knowing that today. Uh, Things have the our behavior changed, 
which uh, which I can understand, but which also shows me some 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 problems. And I want to put in these problems, the social problems, but I don't want to make it just a social critique or something because also. You know, it's always also problematic if you just criticize because it's easy to criticize, but you also have to solve things. And honestly, I cannot solve all the problems of the world. So no, uh, none of us can. <laughs> yes. So so I so I so I I had I had to I had to use all all uh, all the different influences, all the different insights that that were triggering to put them inside. You know, to find a first direction. For my writing, and so it was. It was really. It was a very not in a kind of abstract writing. You really had things like a date, like today I did this, to, to, tomorrow I will do that. You really find this kind of kind of style. You find different ways of writing English. You know the way like modern language, older language. You know mm -hmm. all this. You 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 find the different types of verses that I that I use. I'm, I'm combining everything mm -hmm. just to yeah. find myself, my style. Mm -hmm. Of course, you also find in the end a kind of dedication, which is very interesting, I guess, for you, because now that you know that, like, okay, on the one hand, is it a person? And on the other hand, I say thank you to a person. The question was like this, like, after after a year, almost, it was almost before the beginning of July, of the month of July, uh, this person moved away. So I had, I had, no, I had no touch to her anymore. Uh, so you can... And for me, I had two possibilities. I could say, I mean, a person can always inspire, or I seek a closure. In my case, in this case, I, I said, okay, I close this topic. And because I wrote a lot about July, sometimes maybe too much about July. So I I want to close this chapter. So mm -hmm. yes, of course, I wanted to thank this person for that, for, for being the part. But then you again, you see the negative in the dedication. It's because I want to make things humanly again i could say like hey thank you for being there you're, you're the best whatsoever but i could on the other hand i could also say like hey we are people we annoyed each other we were immature there's there's so much negative we can play <laughs> part of our life you know we, mm -hmm. we went through so much so i guess i can thank you and i can be happy about this uh, but i uh, as part of this question of overcoming suffering i also thought like maybe, shouldn't i be more sad shouldn't, should i be upset maybe one reason to be happy that you're gone is thinking about our negative moment but on the other hand I, of course i'm not happy that you are gone so because we had so many positive moments so here mm -hmm. all this all this fiction and dream and 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 these problems all these come together in a, in a kind of and a kind of dedication that is not really a dedication because it's again not really a, a, it's really just a way to find the closure of that person I created because mm -hmm. I wanted to seek closure with my inspiration so I also right. wanted to seek closure with the person I created. Mm -hmm. to a, to a certain, to I did that too when I when I I have several poems I've written that you know I use for closure um, and then the feedback I get is often that other people can relate to that in their life and their own types of closure that they're going through, not necessarily the same thing, but they can connect in that way. And that's what you're talking about is the meaning when you write the poem. Yeah, it may be, you know, based on some of the things that you're experiencing, but the person reading it is going to apply it to what they're experiencing in their lives. And interpret it in a lot of ways yeah. according to that. Um, 
maybe you could share um, one of your pieces of poetry with us and we can talk about that. Sure, sure. I uh, Let me suggest one. I okay. There's, I think there's a very good one that I wrote in April. Actually, it's the first poem where I mentioned July, uh, that the name July, it's called My Pretty July. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm, I'm gonna read this now. Okay. The wind, it blows, the kiss goodbye. My heart is broken in favor of July. The deep ocean is far, in the silence it dies, the desperate fear, the wings of July. The scene gets hotter, the heart just denies. People so nervous, front of me, July. The fear in my face, I try to hide. My heart just blossoms, July's light. Red sandbanks, full of joy, no pleasure could die. To structure a toy, my sweet dream of July. So far away, she goes her way, and in my heart I want to cry. No more smile can save the day. I just wonder why. I need you, ready July. Very nice. Thank you. <laughs> So I can, you know, after you explained a bit more about July and then it was clear that this wasn't just a month, but a person. And like I say, when I read it, I thought, okay, this is changing to a person. Um, yes, it's I could see. Yeah, I can see how um, people can relate to this. Um, yes. You know, with the different emotional factors, the, the positives, the um maybe some challenges in there as well you know, the heart just denies uh, nervousness and then a sweetness as well yes you, you really have to just joy on the one hand this this blossoming i mean it's it's really something positive it's like really your your, your heart is your heart is getting over on the other hand and of course it's it's a pretty july so it's it's actually positive mm -hmm. no mm -hmm. but on the other way you have a kind of a longing it's like i need you and I wonder why it's, it's really like this insecure. And of course, you also have this, I mean, structure of a toy. It's something, it's something static. It's not, it's really something that is alive. A toy is mm -hmm. not alive, you know? And mm -hmm. so you so we really have to also this fear in, 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 the, in the face. It's, 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 mm -hmm. something, it's something, yes, you, you are afraid of facing the lie on the one hand, but on the other hand, you are happy that you finally, mm -hmm. that, that, that this person is there. So, yeah. and so, so the, it's it's really it's it's a bit like like the twelve year old teenager who is in first is in love for the first time. He wants to run away, like crying because he, he's so afraid of, of of seeing her. But on the other mm -hmm. hand, it, it makes her it makes him so happy. And there are but there are things in between. This this aesthetic thing, this 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 thing like there's joy, but. On the other hand, it's not not the same joy that you have with any kind of time on the playground, or it, it, it's it's not really like that. And you you see the why we are we are struggling with this, but in no way July is something negative. In no way I would mm -hmm. say like, oh gosh, what a terrible person. Even though there are interesting poems like Unpopular, it's actually something very interesting because it keep it takes up the motif of bullying. Actually. 
Okay, I, I, I can give this away. Uh, because in this way, a person is a person is is is, is described kind of kind of ne ne negative. It's like, oh, but you, I stand behind you. But honestly, should I? Because everyone is talking so bad about you on the one hand, and it's like I kind of don't want you want to be part of this anymore because sometimes you are strange, and I mean we all are sometimes strange. So it's not it's it's not something in this sense negative, but it's like okay, you are strange, and now I have to decide uh, about this between loyalty on the one hand. And but also defending you is difficult. And how how do I decide on which side will I go? It's something it's something very very struggling in in, in the end. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Do you have another piece of poetry that you'd like to read? Of of, of course. This, this time um, we have we have something different. It's uh, it's called it's never too late. Okay. Uh, I'm just turning on the page. It's written in this is from falling apart isn't it it's it's from falling apart right mm -hmm. and it uh, it's very straight in the beginning in in june 2012 the first month that i that i wrote mm -hmm. um, so and, and you will see it's it's a completely different style okay so this is so this is it's never too late Some things should be secret, even if I may regret this thing that you cannot know, because it's me who didn't show. I wonder if you thought the same. I never asked, but it's not the blame. Being afraid of coming close is not a shame. Finding the right way, that's the best way. Silent thoughts about the days we had fun about all the happy things done. You have had asked, then you would have won. It's not too late. The day come. Some things just don't want to be spoken out. Some things you just can't say aloud. They have to be felt without words, but have the meaning like the noises of a big crowd. And if you believe in faith, you will know. It's never too late. Very good point. Very good point. It's never too late. Indeed. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I noticed that with your poetry is that you really have a nice alliteration going here. And I and I see um, in some ways it has a, a song like quality. Um, this one does, and in, in July does too. Um, yes, you know, and I like to see that in poetry, where you you could almost make a song out of it. You know, yes, I, there are many many styles. For example, if you read December Storm, it's I think it's a longer one, but you have it really. It's written down really, and you can see from the lines. It's really like a storm some lines are very short some lines are long here it, it's not actually that the rhyme that makes the point it's like it's the fact that it's not calm it's the missing community like like a storm so it's, it's that's the point you always have to see like at which thing you want to focus sometimes it's the rhyme you want to focus sometimes it's more the style the way you choose the words and sometimes it's really like 
it's more the frame. In this case, you cannot always make a, a sound rhyme, maybe, but you can, when you read it and you read it and you read it and you feel like running away, then the frame is clear that you're running away or that you're, that, that something like this happens. So you, you have to decide on what do you want to focus because some people who say like that good literature has to have very, very good rhymes. The point is if the literature itself does not say anything or is, or is empty, then it doesn't make sense that you have good rhymes. So the question is, you have to find the balance. You have to put content inside because that's what you want. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, you have to see how you fit this together with, with, the, with the words you choose and the rhymes you choose. So mm -hmm. it, it's also a part that I, I realized that sometimes imperfection is, 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 the, is the better thing because because mm -hmm. perfection does not always solve everything. Mm -mm. No, no, we should allow some imperfections to yes, make it perfect. Exactly. Mm -hmm. exactly. Really How, however, I, I, I completely changed this, this kind of style in my third work, uh, Falling Apart. It was 2015. Mm -hmm. And here we find, we find uh, at first very new themes were very, I, I had a more regular way of writing. Mm -hmm. I was I was more more routinized about writing, and so it's not anymore that I am testing so much as such. I'm more getting to the, to some points. And here again, of course, and that's why I said inspiration is not inspiration. Here I had an inspiration again, and very mm -hmm. interesting because because here um, there is is uh, there is a uh, again a girl that inspired me that was uh, was around me but actually we were never close i mean i i don't really know her well but the, the fact of, uh, that, that it's just like i'm coming from a you you know it's it's it's, a, it's an area where everyone knows everyone it's, it's a very little 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 uh, rural area so you stumble over the people again and again so you you know them from distance and sometimes it was like and be a kind of admiration. And, and so here we have more the idol idolization of veneration part because, mm -hmm. I, because I really admired this person. On the other hand, the thing that is interesting is that, that all the things that I actually know about her tends to say that she's a kind of opposite of me. I mean, in, in some points, I mean, if you would live together, I think it, 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 if you lived together, it would never work. I, I'm, I'm sure about that. But this was fascinating because I, I admired her for who she was. You know, I mean, I I thought like, mm -hmm. oh, that she's such a great person. It, it's so it's so great. But again, of course, we we put this together with, with all this literature and all this stuff. So so it's it, we we find different facets. But but here, I really uh, focus, focused uh, focused on this, and it was really like okay, it's it's it's, it's a person. Um, I, I can just say positive, but on the other hand, you will see it's more abstract because I don't know this person, so I cannot put details in, inside. No real okay. details and no and no dreams details. As I said in the, in the other poetry book, I put also vicious dreams and or things I don't like, which actually did not exist because she did not have these things. But if she had this, how would it be? But here, I did not speculate because. I cannot really say anything about probable behavior patterns because I didn't know this person. And yet I mm -hmm. thought that, and yet I thought that, that the part, the, the way I know her, that, that superficially part that I know her was really that fascinating to me that I said like, okay, this is really an, an interesting impulse. And even mm -hmm. though again, this person is, is, is not living here he, next to me and anymore, mm -hmm. I did not 
seek the closure because I think here, I mean, because it's a, it's not a person that was close to me. It's just a, a, an inspiration, and it will always just be a kind of inspiration. Or there's mm -hmm. there's nothing that connects me with with this person. But on the other hand, um, as I said, the things that that I found interesting about her, the things that I found super positive or admirable, because they are in part of the opposite of me, I can put myself like into her position, and it cannot become her. But I can imagine like if she had this position, if she was talking to me. You know, I can I can see I can see the dialogue happening, and this cannot happen with a person who just says I agree, which is great when a person agrees with me. Right. But here, yes, it's it's super if a person <laughs> agrees. But you also need the the the. the, the but you need to be challenged a little bit sometimes. Yes, you know? yes, yes. And, and of course, and of course, in this way, in this way, this kind of inspiration. I I mean I. Again, it's just an imaginary person here because I don't know where she lives, know what she's doing, so I don't know how we develop, how how much apart mm -hmm. we develop. So of course, I made my own my 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 own version of her. Right. But but the way I, I imagine from from the very few times that we that we communicated or the very few things that I heard of her, um, that the way I I would imagine her to question me to 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 struggle with me about arguments and that's something of course which can con continue inspiration uh, and which uh, i think which which is which is a great possibility so here i think of course you never know how long this will inspire you because i i know right, maybe one day i will be older and i think like okay there are many different things that are not important to me now so this really become to a less extent important but as a young person um I think maybe the people you had around or the memories you had, that's, that's these things of course uh, can be can be a part of, of inspiration. Though of course you can decide yourself how you focus them. Because for example, I had an extremely happy childhood, a very, very great one. But as I said, when I want to write a book about sufferings, I cannot put inside of just how, how happy everything was, but I have to think about like how how can we how can I get away of my own demons. No, so to say like this, then of course you have to, to to focus on something, and so it's always a question on how you focus. And yeah. here, yes, and here again, so you find the in contrast, in contrast to the first work, you find the more abstract. So you find that I'm mm -hmm. not saying like it's you, it's you, it's you, but I'm 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 more I'm more distanced because my inspiration was a more distant person. So I also keep this. I really I have a great respect for this for for this person. It was mm -hmm. really wonderful person, yeah. even even though I didn't know her. So of course, again, this is funny because it's uh, it's the kind of of mystery. Because uh, of course, I, there were moments where I thought, like, shall I talk to her or do I just want to know the person that inspires you? But again, I have I have to say, inspiration is not inspiration. Sometimes you know that that there's. There's a saying, never meet your idols. I thought like, if I really get to know her, what if she's not the way I imagined her? You know, I mean, then, then it, would be a, it would be shocking to me on the, on, on the one hand. So I thought like, it's not the way it is. I mean, you, you see it's, uh, maybe I was a bit afraid back then to be delusions of, of what I thought of her because I have to admit I didn't know her, so she was a mystery. But I like this mystery. I wanted to know. I wanted to approach. <laughs> so it, it's more, it's more the way knowing that that I, yeah. that I that I that I have this lack of knowledge of her, and that's mm -hmm. a completely difference of of the, my first inspiration. I knew my first inspiration, but I did not copy her. 
I did not, as I said, I, I, I made a completely new person out of it. Yes, yeah. I did both, both times, but the way I did is completely, two completely different ways. <laughs> now, you had shared with me another poem called Children Are Dying Every Day. Yes, and, and I was trying to interpret that one. So I'm interested to, if you would mind reading that, and then I'm interested to hear um, what you were trying to convey with this poem. Yes, it's from 2015. Children are dying every day. Mm -hmm. Looking tired, you see my aim? You thought of it just like a game, but I made the rules not to break in sad faces for happiness sake. Feeling weird, but I realize it's a dirty world and cold, cold eyes. Seeing frozen characters in the eyes, matches matching just my eyes. Feeling helpless, you just betray the whole world in the way you say. You think you have good qualities, but don't see their children's realities. You have to face you're not good. You see every war and don't take a look. And don't risk your life to make a change. Pay with small words, bloody. Thank you. You know, um, when I was reading it, I, I was thinking about, you know, people who who bring on wars or or are part of, you know, that whole war games, the whole process of it. And that's what kind of stood out to me. I'm interested to, to hear what your thoughts were on that. I have, I have to admit in 2015, it was very interesting because um, I had, I had two, I had two options. Uh, on the one hand, I could study, which I actually chose. On the other mm -hmm. hand, I had a dream to become a reporter, a journalist in war-torn areas. So I, mm -hmm. I prepared myself with a lot of information about the war areas in this, in this, in this world and watched a lot of reports because I wanted to know if I even can stand all this, all this misery that you're going, going to see, you know? And mm -hmm. so, it, so I, I was, I was confronted with that. Uh, well, I, finally I decided to study and not to, to, to follow this. I, I'm, I think I won't actually, uh, pursue this, this to go to these regions because, you know, I, Mm, wars have changed. I, I think in, in in the in the there are there are just too many factors today. There 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 really. I mean, it's just easily you die and no one cares. That's a bad thing, but it it, it happens badly. And back when you had people on the ground, you know, every life that was lost was alive. Today you have today you have uh, drones, and you should see that it, it explodes and people are killed. And so, I mean. It's getting it's getting more difficult for you also as a reporter than on the ground because mm -hmm. the, the, the technology, the things you can easily be torn between two fronts. You know uh, there are this is that the brutality even of the brutal group have have, have grown. I, I think uh, um, so. You 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 really you really see you really see. Uh, for, for me, it's now too risky. But I had this option, and so I was working myself into all this war for regions and, and the way it was developing. And I thought something that, that were very interesting because of when you do all this research, 
like it's like you see this just you see this but you go out on the street and what do you see you see uh hmm, people consuming like normally before because it doesn't affect them and i think like okay i mean here people are getting enraged like my favorite perfume is not in the store i mean a person in the war region will not even care about that Okay. No, I mean, what 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 did he make a fuss out? What, what did he make, did he make a fuss out of that? It was like it was like really shocking to to me, and it was like I really was was, was asking like, you know, when 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 I when I see when I see a person in front in front of of of, of mirror and saying asking like, am I am I pros? Okay, I think like you have a luxury problem. If this is the only worry you have, and. Yeah. And this and this was so here actually you see it's a poem which is not inspired by the person that I talked about. It was more about was more something general I, I wanted to share. So mm -hmm. it, you also see that that the things in in falling apart are, are more are broader. There's not anymore this one inspiration that leads you for all the poems. It's sometimes an inspiration appears. Sometimes I write about something different, then I take my inspiration again, then I, I write about something different. It's it, it, it's broader. But here it was really this this part um with my research. Uh mm -hmm. and it it, it 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 was you also have to see the, the year when I published it. It was mm -hmm. 2015. We have we had in the same year we had the refugee crisis. So I was I, I was researching like for 2014, 2015, right. and these people what I researched about, they were coming to our country. I I, I had first-hand witnesses I could talk to, and so right. so of course, of course, it it was also something like, you know, yes, this this thing that that you that what people talk about on the one hand, that it's a bit like you you are moving the troops like the game that you roll your dice and you say, okay, I can go five feet forward, you know, I mean, it, it's, so it's, it's not, it's not, uh, you should not see it as a crit, crit, critics for, uh, or an kind of libertarian critics or like, okay, oh, politics in general. No, it's not, it's, it's not about politics in general. It's more about, uh, facing really the dirty part of our world, so to name it and right. to, to brutally name it. Yes, and so mm -hmm. that that we make clear, uh, it's not it's not a, a one the, that we can say that things just about uh, like all politicians, and then we have someone who who, who is who is uh, guilty for that. No, that, that that's that's too easy. We find this a lot in conspiracy theories. I don't want to be an extent like that. This is I don't I don't think it's an easy thing or an easy solution. It was rather about mm -hmm. the effect of ignorance um, right. that. That, that that we don't intervene in certain things or that we intervene in things that are far too problematic because we don't have we haven't understood the real the, the real issue, issue not because we don't have, understand the real issue but because things are going too complex i mean you see this in this area you have so many parties there you can hardly tell them apart because there are so many people there on the ground so things are getting so complex you know yeah. it's, it's, so, it's so difficult to to to, to, to get to get uh, to know who is aligned with whom and who was there and and i was i was doing research about that it was it was very interesting but there were so really so many factions who were aligned with, with others and then and, and, and yeah. then so so you have to see also this like when i asked like if there's another person or another group that intervenes i ask myself like okay there are already so many groups do they understand what they're doing if yes they can do but if no 
let's let's see how we can solve this differently. Mm -hmm. So um, so it was more so it was more this uh, against the it was a critique against the common warfare to say mm -hmm. like. We can we can move troops like on, on a, in a game. It's, it's it's not it's not a game. It's about people's lives, right. and um, and if you understand that it's about people's lives, then you can change something. But it's you should not think like um, and it, it, that these people are just casualties. It, it could go. It doesn't it doesn't make the point. I I also think that this that this is maybe this is something very European because you are more critical about about military than maybe about the US. I always I always see this euphoria about the Veterans Day and and so on. We, we actually don't have this in Germany. You have to understand this. We are we are very critical about this. So this this part of mentality was also also flows in. So it's it's you have to understand also in this way that we are the kind of the who say rather defense defense is okay but offense is a problem. And uh, mm -hmm. I personally agree to this, by the way, because it's because if if you if you if you are, if you are the offender, then you give others the people the, the need to defend, and then 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 you start conflicts that you could maybe mm -hmm. solve otherwise. But the mm -hmm. fact that we have these conflicts, right. like how we how we treat them, it's mm -hmm. so it's it's not it's also not uh, mm, mm, like I want to put a blame on one side or say you're the right side it's, a, it's just in general to find out that mm -hmm. the children are dying every day because we it's because it's our fault of human of mankind mm -hmm. so yeah. this, this is what i want to point out so mm -hmm. I, it's, I, I mean, it's I, the I decision know. that can be made you know yes, and the responsibility yes. that to be taken and yes. um I, I think by writing that poem it sounds like it also helped you make a decision about what you wanted to do about doing that reporting and that so it also had some i guess um helped you with that decision making you know when you would read write these words you know they wrote yes. about what you were struggling with and i think that's that's an important part of poetry too is it can be a problem solving tool um to try to sort things out so well, I want to show your the um, yeah your uh, one second here. I'm going to show your Amazon page here. We're falling apart, and actually, you have several <laughs> several yes. publications on Amazon. Like, wow, I was looking through yes. this. I think I saw there were five pages worth of your stuff. There's your falling apart book and. Just goes on and on so definitely have done a lot of uh research so yes you find, you. You, you find uh, also my collector's works uh there it's it's a kind of mm -hmm. because i'm you know that i write philosophical articles mm -hmm. and most of the philosophical articles i write i i put them mostly first on my blog because i want to i want to uh, mm -hmm have the discussion i want to see whether it's whether my arguments are okay with the way i stated right. under any logical fallacies and so on so at first mm -hmm. i put them there for debate and then uh, yeah. if, they are, if they are okay they get into the book but if they're not okay i i i, I review them I, I i change it and then they get into the book so the collected works yeah. is a kind of of of, re, of uh of reviewed things so they are not so they are not all the same than on, on the blog and of course i also mm -hmm. put them off the blog because it's, right. it's the first a uh, first discussion but you have to know i also have to survive some some somehow i cannot put everything i write for free i i, I wish i could yeah. but i cannot so <laughs> I <have to> survive. <laughs> but, 
So, yeah, so you have, I actually so subscribe to your blog, and um, it comes up in Thank German, so but I could, it uh, fortunately Google translates it over to English for me. So mm -hmm. yeah, I do subscribe to that. So yeah, definitely uh, would suggest people to check out your information, and I did include it in the show notes for the show, so they can go in there and, and find out how to find you. So. Timo, I want to thank you so much for coming on here today. Hope you have a wonderful pleasure. rest of your night because it's night there. So I think yes. that is good knocking, right? Did I say good it right? Good to knock. Good to knock. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much and you have a wonderful night. Thank, thank you so much. And I just wish the best for my for my viewers. And very important to every one of you, please stay healthy. I, I can just Absolutely. express this wish, wish right now. It's it's more important actually now than luck because it's good if you have, have luck, but if you are if you are sick and you won't recover, even if you have a lucky moments, it, it will be and you have to struggle again with, with your health. So mm -hmm. I hope all of you have good luck, but also a very important good health. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank very you. Much. Thank you for listening to the Prolific Pulse Poetry Podcast. If you would like to be a guest, please send an email to prolificpulse at gmail.com and put podcast in the subject line. Thank you and have a great day. Bye-bye.